You're listening to Good Reporters Podcast, encouraging you to use your platform and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, because good reporters bring good news. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Chris Edwards, a.k.a. Young Christlike on social media. And today I am so grateful to be here before you. I want to shout everybody out who's been following this podcast, who subscribed on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed on YouTube yet and you've been watching this or if you're if you're just listening to this, please head over to my YouTube. Or if you're already here, go ahead and click that subscribe button. I'm going to try to do those things I could like you know, point down and then, you know, if it's there, but if it ain't there, that means I didn't feel like editing it. I'm lying. But just in case, I want everybody to go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, I also like these videos. It does really help uh, for people to get these videos. And so the way that they'll get them is if you like them and if you subscribe to them and if you share them, uh, YouTube and the screwed up algorithm <laughs> will let everybody believe uh, that my videos are more popping, even though they just as popping without the shares and without the likes because people are being blessed. Um, but nonetheless, you know, we have to appease to that. Uh, so let's be real and let's help each other out. And so if you could get that chance, please do subscribe, please do like, and please do share. But for more important news, I want to let everybody know there's a reason to like and subscribe more than anything, because this is the 40th episode. Everybody give yourself a round of applause for making it this far. Um, I'll give you <laughs> my own personal round of applause for making it this far because y'all had to deal and endure, uh, deal with and some and endure some really bad dad jokes uh, and some really tough dad jokes and just corny, corny moments. Uh, but I'm so grateful to have you all here. I'm so grateful that you all have been listening. So let's get straight into the episode. Uh, today's topic, I wanted to make it, it's kind of going to be a bit broad. You know, I was just kind of like I was thinking about it. It's actually kind of something that was going on with me, too, just as a believer, as a young man of God um, and as a human being. I believe uh, what was happening to me, I was just thinking about myself, thinking about things I got to do, uh, thinking about my calling, thinking about my purpose, uh, thinking about everything, you know, thinking about failures, thinking about shame and guilt. Uh, and I wound up on this topic idea, which I really wanted to talk about. Uh, and the topic is it's not all about you. And that is a very broad topic. And that's why we will go at it in a couple of different angles. Uh, first and foremost, let's get to the handy dandy phone. <laughs> the topic that we're going to be talking about is that it's not all about you. Uh, but for me, I wanted to talk about the way that we deal with it as believers and even non-believers, people who kind of just come at it and they're just like uh, looking at Christianity, right? They get to the mindset of a human being and they start thinking about all the things we have to do. That was something I thought about today. So we're just going to go. Like I said, we're going to go all over the place. We're going to tackle a lot of things uh, and feel free to, to even comment and to send messages or whatever. And let me know what you think about these topics as well uh, and what you what what do you feel in, in uh, comparison to this? And so for me, I was thinking about that. I was like, uh you know, just believers or non-believers or people just talking about Christianity as a whole. There's just this whole stigma or even just this idea about all these rules. You know, the thing that's straight out the rule book, you're just following this and following that. Oh, this couldn't be me. I couldn't wait until I was married. Uh, you're supposed to sustain yourself and wait till marriage day. What if the sex is whack? What if like, you know, like what if what if like what if I want to just have sex? Like what? Why is God trying to restrict me? All of these things. Uh, that the enemy is completely just tossing into your mind to try to keep you away uh, from real, true obedience uh, and real, true faith and real, true, close relationship with God. 
uh, all these things. Like, you know, there's so many people have questions and it could come from the side of maybe an atheist or somebody who believes in God, but kind of doesn't really understand the law side. And it's just like, I could have the Jesus, I could have the God side, but I just don't really need all that in between rules stuff, or I don't really need those laws. or I don't need those things, which in my opinion, and well, I mean, not in my opinion, which in the honest truth of the one true living God is there to protect us. Um, why you know like why 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 like why like why can't i just go out and do what i want to do why can't i give in to my temptations why why can't i just you know be be a person who's christian and keep my money and not have to tithe like why like why why do i you know need to to as a wife uh be submissive or to submit why do i as a husband have to be faithful and loyal like why do i i i and I was thinking about that. And the true simple answer to that really is just that it's not all about you. Uh, simple. <laughs> like it's really just not all about you. And and that goes kind of deep because we could think about purpose, like realistically. Like why do, why like, like as me as a speaker, like somebody who's just like, honestly just not perfect just a human being messing up all the time falling trying to get back up seeking help seeking you know just just real um repentance and communication with god and just things of that sort just as a human being who is seeking after god's heart why can't i just live in a world with no temptation why can't uh, why can't i like you know like you ever heard that they're like oh you know if god was think that we should just keep pure why doesn't he just cut off our private parts and give it to us when we're married i heard that somewhere i don't know where i heard that at. but like why can't like it because it'll be easier for me to not have to do all of that well maybe there's some lessons to be learned here and this is something i'm thinking about and what i've been thinking about which is why i'm spitballing about it right now is that maybe sometimes god wants us to go do these difficult things wants us to deal with these difficult things why why for me if i'm a believer why has this happened why don't i have all the money in the world why didn't i make my basketball team well well maybe because it's not about you i i remember going through something like learning that i had anxiety and depression and i remember when i went through it I really did like, I mean, first day, like first day I started feeling whatever was going on. I said, God, like I, I laid on my bed. I tried to be super religious. I laid there and I prayed as much as I could. And I'm like, God, come on, this thing is going to go like tonight. Like, you know, like this, to, this morning, you know, to morning, like it's gone. Like it's going to be gone. God just released me from this. Like, I don't need to go through this. Like, and surely I, it lasted and it's, it's a thing now, but at that moment I didn't know how to deal with it. So then it was very heavy for me. Um, and when it started, I was just like, you know, probably like a couple of days down, I'm like, God, you know, surely I can't live like this much longer. Like, come on, like, why do I, like, you know, I started getting biblical. Like, why do I have to keep going through this? Um, and then I look at it, man. Let me tell you something about myself. Before I went through um, anxiety and depression for the first time ever, I really, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was ignorant. You know, can I say that? And I thought. That like when you go through these things, like it's just like, you know, you just got to pick yourself up. It's a feeling, you know, get your head, get your head on, you know, just pick it up. And, you know, just there's so much going on. I know it's tough, but you can do it. Pick up your head, be strong. You know, you, it's just a feeling you got to stop yourself from feeling that way. You got to put yourself in predicaments where, you know, you could be happier. And and although that's true, when I actually started going through it, there were days that was literally that were literally uncontrollable for me. And I'll speak more about that in an anxiety episode. Um, but. I remember just starting to learn 
and see and i remember just feeling bad and i would see people on the street and you know and sometimes i would like question myself I'm like am i going crazy because the way i used to feel and i would look at people on the street and i'm like man like you know what <laughs> like those people that are going through those things i look at y'all differently like i don't see you as like you know well you need to get your mind right. i don't i don't think of it that way anymore i'm like what's you know what happened to them or maybe something could have happened or maybe they're feeling these things or maybe they're lost in their own body they're going through these things and i'll never forget having that experience and feeling that and remembering that that's literally just like it's changed my mind and because of that i see things different because of that i'm able to talk to people who will go through things like that differently and even help and counsel and speak to just as friends or what have you people who go through things like that differently so why did i go through anxiety depression and why did it have to be so hard well because i needed it to potentially speak to you one day i needed it to potentially speak to my friends some days i needed it to humble me sometime i needed it to allow me to realize that there's aspects to this world even still now that i just don't quite understand it even if i don't doesn't mean it's not real doesn't mean that it's not something you you like sometimes it's uncontrollable doesn't mean that you can't empathize with somebody else so i had to go through that for the greater purpose because it was not about me it was about them it was about the world and it was about so much more and i think about that even with like relationship with christ like i think about that with like people like wow why can't i just like have sex with whoever i want to because there's so much things that could happen within that realm and God is protecting us. I mentioned it in my last post that I posted on my Instagram page. If you don't follow that, that's Good Reporters. It's your boy Chris Edwards, a.k.a. Young Christ, like on social media and Good Reporters on social media. I don't even know if I said that coming in today, um, but Good Reporters uh, for on the social media page on Instagram. I posted about that. And the last thing I said is that God is a good father. And as a good father, he loves us to, to, to say he loves us is not to say, Oh, like, you know, I just, I love you kids. Like do whatever you want. No, to say that he loves us is to say, I won't let you do whatever you want. Well, why not? Like, you know, when I was a little kid, <laughs> I'll never forget it. Like when I was a little kid, my parents used to say, you can't have candy like for breakfast or you can't go here. Or I wanted to pick up every time I went to Target or anything like that. I picked up a million and one toys. I want this one. I want this one. And my parents, sometimes my dad would get it. Sometimes he'd be like, no. And I'd be like, why, why can't I have this toy? Because if I gave you everything you had, you might go ahead. You First off, you won't appreciate it. If I gave you everything you wanted, you won't appreciate it. And second off, it might not be beneficial for you. Same thing with God. You know, if I gave you everything there is to this world, trust me, it would not be beneficial for you. Uh, and so that's something I was thinking about. Whether that's like sex or drinking. Like, oh, I just want to have a good time and go out and party. Go ahead and, and hang out with your friends. But I'm, I want to grind on people. I want to drink. I want to get drunk. Like, why can't I just have a night of fun? Because it's not beneficial for you, but also it's not beneficial for other people. It might just mess up your purpose. And so let's talk about that because, like I said, it ain't about you. It ain't about me, but it's about us in a sense, you know, and sometimes, you know, what what what, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, what does that mean that it's not about you? It's not about me. It's about us. That means that if if your favorite pastor or not even favorite, let's stop doing that, your pastor would have worried so much about himself and was like, well, you want me to, some pastors were called and they were like, I don't even want to do that. You know, I don't want to be a pastor. If they were so focused on themselves, they might not be your pastor. You might not even be saved today. And if that's not enough to let you know that it's not about you sometimes, or it wasn't about them at that time, it's about us. It's about the kingdom of God. Like it, Sometimes if you, if you just sit there and say, I'm not going to do this because I don't want to. 
I don't feel this way. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about you. It's not about you. Your pastor might not be your pastor because of that. Your therapist might not be your therapist because of that. The person that the person that saved your life or saved somebody's life that day might not have been outside. If they were saying, huh, I don't feel like going to work today. I don't feel like getting up and going outside. Like everything I believe happens for a reason. And so let's get into some scriptures because I will talk your ear off about that one. Um, in Galatians 2.20, uh, it says that my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And so that scripture right there, which is a wonderful scripture, I want to emphasize on a portion where it says it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And so when we get saved, we do become a new creation. We are a new creature. We are no longer who we used to be. Our old self is crucified. All those old things we used to do. I mean, it may not just go straight away, but, you know, God willing, those things will change in our lives. But ultimately, we now don't live for ourselves anymore. The Holy Spirit that is within us is basically the guide of our lives. Now, we could choose to do whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. But there's a reason why when you weren't saved and you didn't really care about sinning and doing that. And now when you're about to go mess up and or you do mess up and you feel super convicted, there's a reason why things change. Why? Because it's not about you. Let's be real and transparent for a second. In a moment where I mess up or I fall or I fail, I don't feel like sitting down and recording this video. I don't feel like posting on my page. I feel shameful because the enemy is shaming me and guilting me. And I don't feel like posting for you. Let's just be real. But can I ask you a question? Because again, I'm here and I'm posting even today. Um, because it's not about me. But again, the enemy knows that. So he will use that as a tactic to try to hold you down. Let's get them to focus on themselves. Let's get them to be so shameful that they don't feel like creating, you know, let, let's get them to be to be so messed up that they don't that they don't feel like they deserve the, the platform. They don't feel like they deserve to be this person that they're supposed to be. They don't feel like they're supposed to be in purpose. Let's get them as far away from their purpose as we possibly can. Why? Because he knows it's not about you. He knows is he the enemy knows it's not about you. He knows it's about purpose. And he knows that the, the, the purpose is so much bigger. But if he can stop you from fulfilling your purpose, then at least he can reach those masses of people. It's deeper than you, man. And and so kind of thinking about that, um, I even wanted to hop onto another side of the spectrum for one quick second, because we're going to make this a, a quicker episode, God willing, today. Um, but it, it, it says this. This is a scripture in Luke 14, uh, verse 11. And I was kind of thinking about where we were talking about, like, it's not about you. There's another level to this. And, and that side of it is also about people who want to make it about themselves when they do things like putting themselves in high positions, uh, wanting to make it about who I am, what I do, um, pushing themselves to the, Oh, you know what I've done for this church? Uh, things like that. It's also not about you, bro. <laughs> like there, there's been scriptures where people have said, I've been an usher. I've been this. I've done all these things in your name. And Jesus Christ is just like, look, I mean, and God himself was just like, look, 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 I mean, depart from me. I never knew you because it's not like it's if you really think it is, go ahead and try it. Don't be saved. Don't do this. Go ahead and just do or don't, like don't even focus on God. Just go ahead and do what you got to show up to church every Sunday, you know, leave, get drunk, come back and do everything and then see what happens. 
I wouldn't inform you to, I wouldn't want you to do that because it's not the wise decision, but it's so much not about you that you wouldn't even realize. Like, I'm just, I'm just doing it. Like some people just do it. Like I, I went to church this week. I prayed, like I prayed for so many people. You know who did that? Pharisees. (laughs) <laughs> praying in front of a bunch of people and they and they just were just just as unright as, as the next man because oh i i did it i did that you know what the scripture says in luke 14 chapter i mean chapter 14 and verse 11 it says for those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted and i and i love that scripture i say it all the time because i think about it when it comes to humble nature um, it, it kind of reminds me of like Kimber Walker. Uh, I love Kimber Walker, by the way. So it's not a shot at you. Uh, Nick Young, uh, when they shot those jump shots, Kimber Walker shoots the jump shot and he turns around, does a little shoulder shimmy. And he just like walks off like it was it. And he turns around and, <laughs> and the ball came out the hoop. Like it literally looked like it was it. Or, or Nick Young turned around, put his hands up and he was like, yeah. And it looked like the shot was in and it really just wasn't. And both of those people didn't humble themselves in that moment. And, you know, <laughs> they exalted themselves for a second. Like I made that. I'm so good. I don't even got to look. And they were humbled and vice versa. It's like, if you, if you humble yourself, then you'll be exalted in the sense where it's like still in this sense, giving glory to God, of course, uh, not about you as a person. Like, Oh, look at this amazing person. Uh, but I thought about that. And it's just like, it, it gets back to that again, where it's like, just to remind you as the heart of a believer, is that it's not about you. Like you gotta, you gotta know that. Like you have to know that the heart of a believer, like we spoke about last, last week in the episodes, when it starts to become about you, oh goodness gracious, when the sermons start getting created for you and it's like, it's gonna be your best year. You're gonna do this. And this week you're gonna get the abs. And we're part of the Bible. We talking about abs. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna get that six pack that you wanted, whether it's with abs or whether it is Corona. Like, you know, not the, disease but the, the drink like you know what i mean like not well excuse me not not the man i'm so uneducated what is uh what is covid all right we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do that okay let's leave it alone but you know we, we, i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you this and you're gonna get that and you're gonna get this much money and you're gonna turn around and this is gonna be in your bank account and and you're gonna trump your haters i spoke about that last week you're gonna trump your haters and you're gonna it becomes about you and if you exalt yourself best believe there will be a humbling process that'll have to come alongside of that. Um, and that's unfortunate, but it is the truth. So be very wary of that. Um, but do you want to know, and this is the ultimate point. Do you want to know what is about you? Your flesh, your flesh, (laughs) your flesh is about you. I'm about to be like Kanye. When he had that mask on, he touched that piano. He just came up and ran off your flesh. Like your flesh is all about you. Your flesh, I mean, your flesh is all about you. Your flesh basically is, I guess, you technically, right? Your flesh is the one that says, ooh, I'm hungry, feed me now. Your flesh is the one that says, I feel this urge. Go ahead and feel this urge. Like, feel that urge. Feel that hole. I am, I'm, I'm, I I feel this thing right here. Let me have it. I want success. I need it. Your your flesh is the thing that wants to the things that makes it greedy or to just continue to feel like it's never satisfied. It's never satisfied. It's a unsatisfied thing. Your flesh is all for you, man. Your flesh is like, look, man, I want to look good. I want to make people think I'm happy. Like I want to feel good. I want to, you know, I want to do all these good things that makes me feel good. Your flesh is all about you. 
In the book of Galatians, uh, chapters 5, 19 to 23, it says, When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, talking about your flesh, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry. And I mean, idolatry goes anywhere. You could be your idol. You know, people could be your idol. Money can be your idol, whatever it is. Uh, sorcery, hostility, um, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition. Selfish, it's all about me. It's about myself. Dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I had before, that anyone living this sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. So it's really not about you. Because when your flesh tells you all those things, your flesh is just saying, look, I, 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 want the, I want to have the things that are idols. I want the money. I want the fame. I want uh, to be like this person. I want uh, to have a bunch of sex and a bunch of sexual partners. I want all of these things that very specifically here in Galatians chapter 5 will break down very clearly what yourself wants, what your flesh wants. And if you look very carefully, it's all about you. And anger and outbursts. And it's like, I don't care if you don't like this. I'm going to the top. Like, that's all about you. I want to drink. I want to party. I want to have fun. It's all about you. That is what your flesh is all about. But you know who's for you. And because this is a battle in the scripture, if you continue to read it, uh, it says that these two are fighting against each other. Basically, your flesh and the one that's for you, your spirit. Uh, these two are fighting against each other so that uh, that uh, they would basically not fill out, fulfill their own purpose. Um, but it says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy. You know how sacrificial love is? If you read First Corinthians chapter 13, you will hear how sacrificial love is. Uh, joy, peace, patience. You know how hard it is to be patient? Who, who Who's listening to this podcast while y'all in traffic right now? Be patient. Relax. Kindness goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Control yourself. The thing we don't love to do, control yourself. Uh, there is no law against these things. And, and so I kind of want to leave it there in terms of just just in terms of that, I want to end this episode a little bit earlier this week. I was going for a lot earlier, but I started getting into conversation and I got sidetracked, but it's all good, man. Y'all here with me. Uh, let's talk about it. But yeah, that's that's to remind you of where you are. And I was just thinking about this. And I was talking to my boy, uh, Avery, shout outs to him. And we were talking about potential things. And I, I want to give this as a as an idea for you, for men, for women, um, ways that we can make it a little bit more about our purpose, make it a little bit more about the spirit and make it a little bit more about God. Uh, because throughout our days, more than likely, we're going to have more flesh opportunities, more self opportunities, more um, things like that, and a lot less spiritual opportunities unless we create them. But I want to challenge you this, and this is a good idea possibly for you. You can create a list, one side that says the flesh, one side that says uh, spirit. And you can start putting things down that you do, you know, uh, went to, went to work. I mean, that's a flesh thing. I gotta get my money and it's not bad. It's just, you know, it's a natural thing. Like I gotta survive. I gotta feed myself. You know, I ate food or like, you know, had, had like some crazy food or something like that. Uh, I, I watched TV. I played video games. I, I worked out for my physique and stuff. And then start to see the side of the spirit and see when you can add things in. Like I said, I don't think the spirit side will ever triumph, um, or like 
pass up on the flesh side because we do so many things that are just natural things. Um, but start to check that side because for me, I need to start doing it because I started realizing my flesh was being more about me and when it becomes about you then you start failing in certain areas then it becomes about you even more then you're like man why did i not do this then it becomes about you even more then it's like man i'm not i'm not worthy of the call and then it becomes about you even more and if you really stop for a second it's really not but the only way we'll be able to see that the only way we'll be able to understand that is when we're operating in the spirit and so start to see that side where it's like you know spirit have i added anything there uh well let me add something today how about this you know, read my word, you know, spirit, how I've uh, prayed a little bit, spirit, uh, prayed a lot of bit, spirit, you know, fasted, spirit, uh, worshiped, spirit, you know, what, what, what have you, uh, you know, went to church and, you know, and things of that sort, spirit, you know, just, 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 I don't want it to make it into a checklist because that'd be rather unnatural, uh, for a while. It, may, it might have to be unnatural for a bit, but I want to put that out there as a thing where we could start helping ourselves and checking ourselves. And it'll also start to show us because once we start to feed the flesh a lot more, guess what's going to be stronger. It's going to be the flesh. And we're going to start doing more worldly fleshly things. Uh, when we start speeding, feeding the spirit a bit more, it becomes a lot less about us. And so I want to leave you guys on that today, but before we leave, we got to get to this segment right here called cook, a cook, a Christian dad jokes, dad jokes, dad jokes. Uh, brought to you by Good Reporters. I do this all the time. Like I try, like I forget the brought to you by Good Reporters part. Um, uh, but what I have been doing a lot as of late is I've been forgetting my, or like forgetting to get my Christian dad jokes. But this week I did it on purpose because my girlfriend Jessica made a joke and I wanted to bring it here to the podcast. Now let me see if I could remember what the joke was. Oh, okay, here it is. She said, "What kind of, what kind of milk do?" preachers drink pasteurized milk all right everybody i should let that one breathe a little bit but it's all good but i hope everybody has a good day i hope you're all doing well uh definitely don't forget to reach out to me again like subscribe comment uh share uh reach out to me if you need to and i really hope you guys all have a blessed day so don't forget to be a good reporter because good reporters bring good news <laughs>